Trouble in New York, Trouble in D.C., both happening yesterday. A first in U.S. history, the Speaker of the House, Congressman Kevin McCarthy, voted out by a majority vote, plunging the Republican Party into even more chaos and turmoil. The vote to declare the Speaker's chair vacant came after McCarthy welcomed Democrats to join moderate Republicans in a continuance bill to keep the government running. Meantime yesterday, the stock market dropped 400 points, taking away Wall Street gains recorded this year. Trouble in Washington as Congress moves into uncharted territory. Trouble in New York in a courtroom. Former President Donald Trump issued a gag order after he kept social media posting and speaking to reporters, including the court clerk, a girlfriend of New York U.S. Senator Schumer. If he were to continue to comment on the judge's staff, the judge promised serious consequences. Following Christ is not political power. The war Christ wages is truth leading to grace. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is, Wednesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus. We do that every day. And today, we're continuing a series called The Christian's Warfare. We don't always acknowledge this as Christians, but we are in a battle each and every day. No, it's not physical, though we do have plenty of listeners who are serving or have served in the armed forces. I'm speaking about a different kind of warfare, spiritual warfare. It's something that the most famous Christian author in the 20th century wrote about. C.S. Lewis wrote the Screwtape Letters in the early 1940s. It was a fascinating look at the battle plan of our greatest enemy. Well, in a moment, we're going to think more about spiritual warfare and the Lord's blueprint, his battle plan, if you will, for Christians. And one of God's tactics for us is found in 1 Peter 5, where it says, Humble yourselves, therefore under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Now, what does that mean? And how do we apply that meaning in our lives? Well, stay with me as we dive into both the tactics of our great God to preserve Christians in the fiercest battle of all. After the program, I want to send you Radio Theater's version of the Screwtape Letters, written by C.S. Lewis. The director of this production, Paul McCusker, did quite the job of capturing both Lewis's passion to teach Christians about the devil's schemes to ensnare us. Plus, he hired one of the greatest character actors of our time to perform the role of Screwtape himself, Andy Serkis. Ah, my dear Wormwood. Uncle Screwtape, it, it was kind of you to come. Kind? It'd be absurd. Uh, not kind. If, by my advice, you succeed with your patient, then I'll have benefited our father's work and avoided his usual punishment and tortures. If you fail, then I will relish in applying those punishments and tortures to you. That's Andy Serkis playing the role of Screwtape. You might remember his performance as Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Well, Andy takes his talent to new heights, in my opinion, in this version of the Screwtape Letters. It's a cinema-of-the-mind experience that'll help you better understand the reality of good versus evil. And ultimately, it teaches that even the devil himself 
is still limited by the sovereign reign of Jesus. So, for your minimum gift to the ministry, I'd like to send you this four-CD set of the Screwtape Letters. You can check out the -the behind-the-scenes video we have on our website, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And just a little note, this four-CD set costs us a little more to get to you, so please be as generous as you can. You can also call us to make your gift and ask for the CD set of Screwtape Letters at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. And now let's open the program with Aaron Schust. The day is dark and I can't see The path I'm on or what's in front of me But I will stand on this I know You will never
It's a song by Aaron Schust called The One from his album Morning Rises, opening this haven today. I'm Charles Morris. The program's called The Christian's Warfare. On our program yesterday, I spoke about the fact that we have an enemy who wants to destroy us. It's not the local high school bully. It's not the horrible boss. It's the devil who's looking for vulnerable individuals to sink his teeth into. He wants to wreck our spiritual lives. We'll talk about this more in a few moments. But first, I want us to hear from a friend of the program, Paul McCusker. He's the director of the radio theater version of the Screw Tape Letters that we have for your gift to the ministry. I asked Paul about the connection of C.S. Lewis's wartime experience in World War II to the spiritual battle that goes on in the Screw Tape Letters. It's important to put C.S. Lewis in the context of his time. Um, in 1939, when Germany invaded Poland and World War II officially began then, and, and Britain was like on the front line immediately. Uh, they knew that the Nazis were going to come after Britain and try to capture it. So here's Lewis in England uh, in this crucible of time and the British people as well. The thing to think of is, is how productive Lewis was during this period in response to what was going on around him. So he started with a book called The Problem with Pain, and he addresses uh, from a layperson's point of view the issue of pain and God. And of course, this would be very meaningful to those who were now being bombed. In the in, Blitz was the going Blitz on. came in. Yes. The German aircraft is bombing the living daylights out of major cities. People are dying. Thousands are dying. And this went on relentlessly, by the way, mm-hmm. for almost a solid year. Almost every night for a solid year, the planes came, dropped bombs. And um, Lewis is writing during this time. And you know, the problem of pain. And then he worked on other things, but then screw tape letter comes along. And the screw tape letters as an idea, I'm sure came out of this period of trying to address uh, the confusion, the pain, the suffering, where is God during this time? But again, he twisted it around. So rather than come at it from trying to answer where is God directly, or how are we dealing with this? How are we dealing with our spirituality, our virtues, our lives during this horrible time? He then took it the other way from the other direction with screw tape, which again is it just enlightens it, it illuminates it in a whole fresh way, especially at that time, because it was almost like saying, Hey, we got the secret plans for what the Nazis are trying to do to us here. This is what they're doing, but he does it at a deeper level. This is what the demons are doing to us during this time. So some of the letters deal with wartime themes without being so specific that you could read it now and not feel like it applies. He talks about grace under pressure, temptation under pressure. All of those issues are uh, dealt with because of the war that was raging around him. And so, uh, and by the way, the the punctuation mark to that period was uh, what became mere Christianity. The most powerful writing he did was that period between 1939 and 1945. You're listening to Haven Today, and I'm So thankful we were joined by writer, producer, and director Paul McCusker on the program again. Stick around. We're going to play another excerpt from his audio version of the Screwtape Letters in just a moment. The Apostle Peter had quite the life. I think he most resembles ordinary people like you and me. And why do I say that? Because he had some great moments, like confessing Jesus as the Christ. 
he had some terrible moments denying his Lord three times. If you were to reflect on your life to date, you might be able to select some good and some bad examples like Peter. But what's more important is that though he rejected Christ, Christ did not reject him. Though we may be prone to wander, Christ will not reject us. He remains our faithful God. And that's why after a life of highs and lows, Peter could write a powerful letter like First Peter. At the end of the letter, Peter writes about every Christian's enemy. The audience Peter was addressing was not immune to suffering. They endured unjust treatment from Jews in the area. The Roman Empire was not positive on the Christian faith. And yet, Peter told his dear brothers and sisters in what is modern-day Turkey that their Jewish or Roman neighbors are not the real problem. Listen closely to a few verses from 1 Peter 5. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If C.S. Lewis was providing us the devil's game plan for spiritual warfare in the screw tape letters, what we find in 1 Peter 5 is God's blueprint for spiritual warfare. I think we ought to heed these words, don't you? Peter calls us to humble ourselves, to remember that there is someone who is in control over all things and is able to make all things right. That's good news for us, is it not? When we endure suffering, we can place it all in God's hands because he cares for us. God is able and willing to protect his people. What would happen if we did not humble ourselves? When we are wronged or sinned against, we can be tempted to make it personal, to think, how dare he or she treat me like this? I must get revenge. But that would be dangerous. Being prideful and self-centered opens us up to attack. It distracts us from the real threat. If you've seen a National Geographic program on lions, you may know how they hunt. They hunt in groups. They circle around an animal and they make it impossible to escape. But if it's a single lion, the lion will crouch. It'll hide behind tall grass. It'll scope its possible target, a young animal, an old animal, or a distracted animal. If the animal is not alert, the lion pounces and will have had a successful hunt. Rather than making unjust treatment or suffering personal, we need to be alert, and we need to resist the devil. As Peter tells us, he's our enemy, the lion who is seeking to devour us. We need to remain alert. We need to be sober-minded, but we also need to be ready to fight. The devil will attack us. He'll find any opportunity that he can to ruin your life, your relationships with others, or, more importantly, your walk with the Lord. Verse 9 tells us, Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. What Peter does here is interesting. He appeals to the sufferings of brothers and sisters around the world to show us why we should resist the devil. He's giving us a positive example. Do you see these dear saints and how they suffered because of their faith in Jesus? Imitate them. 
This letter that was written in the first century A.D. is certainly still relevant to all of us today. All over the world, we encounter stories of persecuted Christians. I think of my time in Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and the spiritual warfare that happens there. There are truly demonic spirits who are terrorizing families, not just the gangs at work in Haiti. These demonic spirits are seeking to destroy the gospel work that is happening there. Christians have suffered, and they've died due to persecution. This is without a doubt an effort led by Satan to destroy God's people. And yet, in their suffering, in their dying, these Christians were not losers in the battle. No, they were and they are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. So as these beloved brothers and sisters lived, so should we live. But you might be wondering, how are we going to resist and stand firm against the devil? We're not strong enough. We're not wise enough to withstand his sneaky attacks. And by our own strength, you would be right. But that's why it's so important to remember our starting place. Humble yourself. Cast your anxiety on God. He cares for you. We will be strengthened and protected by God. And in verse 10, Peter tells us exactly how God will care for us. Now listen closely, because this verse is absolute gold. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. After we have suffered a little while, we will suffer. We may be treated unfairly because of our faith by family, co-workers, even our government. The devil may approach us with temptations of all kinds or with words meant to bring doubt on God's goodness. These are all tactics of spiritual warfare used by the devil. But the God who cares for us will restore us, will make us strong, firm, and steadfast. He will keep us in his everlasting arms. We are battling a defeated enemy because the devil has been crushed by the foot of the promised seed. That's in Genesis 3.15. It's Jesus Christ, and this is good news for us. What are we to do as we continue a lifelong fight against the forces of evil? C.S. Lewis gives us some instruction, although in an unexpected way. In his book, The Screwtape Letters, we get into the mind of an experienced demon, Screwtape is his name, instructing a younger demon, whose name is Wormwood, on how to lead individuals spiritually astray. In the following excerpt, C.S. Lewis reminds us of the power of prayer in spiritual warfare. Whenever they are attending to the enemy himself, we are defeated, but there are ways of preventing them from doing so. The simplest is to turn their gaze away from him towards themselves, keep them watching their own minds and trying to produce feelings by the action of their own wills. When they meant to ask him for charity, let them instead start trying to manufacture charitable feelings for themselves and not notice that this is what they are doing. And when they meant to pray for courage, let them be trying to feel brave. And when they say they are praying for forgiveness, let them be trying to feel forgiven. Teach them to estimate the value of each prayer by their success in producing the desired feeling and never let them suspect how much success or failure of that kind depends on whether they are well or ill, fresh or tired at the moment. 
but working with the patient while he prays is, is, is risky, isn't it? The enemy is there. This is a fact. Wherever there is prayer, there is danger of the enemy's own immediate action. The screw tape letters. Sometimes it can be challenging to listen to this production because they're talking from their perspective. The perspective of fallen angels serving Satan himself. So their enemy is actually the Lord God Almighty. This clip you just heard reminds us that prayer is key to spiritual warfare. We cannot resist the devil by our own strength. We need the power of the Spirit to make us strong, to help us stand firm, to stand steadfast. We stand against our foe only with the protector of our souls. Oh, protector of my soul, you will stand against the foe. In the dark you'll be That's the Maranatha Singers and Protector of My Soul on this Haven Today, the Christian's Warfare. They've been in stores since August, Halloween decorations, and more and more each year we see neighborhood streets decked out with gruesome scenes. And I don't know about you, but often they seem to make light of evil characters, real as well as imaginary. In some ways, this can be disarming. It can make us trivialize the idea of dark spirits. Well, rather than celebrating or making light of evil spirits this October, I want to invite you to take part in what C.S. Lewis called learning in reverse. That's the approach he took in his classic book called The Screwtape Letters. And now you can listen to Radio Theater's first-class dramatization of this book. Hell is portrayed as a gruesome bureaucracy with demons laboring hard in a vast enterprise to lure and deceive humans away from the enemy a.k.a. Almighty God. But as you listen to this five-hour production, I know you'll learn in reverse the approach about these demonic characters and their hatred for the Lord Jesus, and that will help you better understand your enemy's tactics. 
And the screw tape letters will encourage you to be better prepared for the real spiritual darkness that's all around us and help us cry out to Jesus once again for his protection. So I want to invite you to come to our website right now, haventoday.org. Listen to samples of the audio drama. Take a look at the -the behind-the-scenes video where you'll see the gifted character actor Andy Serkis bringing screw tape to life. And then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And just a reminder, this four-CD set costs us a little more to get for you. So please, be as generous as you can. Haventoday.org. Or call us and make your gift at 800-65-HAVEN. 800 65 Haven. And just as we have to go, if you wanted to but didn't get a copy of the musical special edition DVD of Jesus from Sight and Sound in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, we still have that for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come again tomorrow? Meet up with me as together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. If you could put your prayer life onto a pie chart, what do you think it would look like? Let's use the categories of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and requests. How much time do you think you give each of these? Just a wild guess. I'm going to say requests are not the smallest slice of that pie. And if you're like me, sometimes you find yourself searching for words to express adoration and praise. If so, here's a suggestion. Try praying through the Psalms, like these words from Psalm 8. It says, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? Daily time in God's Word can actually fuel your prayer life. Anchor Devotional can help visit getanchor.com.